Hi, I'm John. And I went to Norway and got eaten by a pallet. And I'm John. And I went to Norway and got eaten by a shark. And I'm not John. And I don't remember either of those two things happening. But I, I was by the fire and I stood next to the fire and then slid underneath it. And there was this the pallet thing the fire was on. And I went underneath that. Oh, yeah. And everyone laughed. And like... Two then, more people did then, it after me. Three more people did it. Three more people did it? Yeah. Oh, man. Um, See, I'm I, a trendsetter. I, I would tell you how I got eaten by a shark, but what happens on tour stays on tour. This is lads, true. Lads, lads, lads. And Norway is in the past, and also in the past is St. Patrick's Day, and I'm still a bit tipsy. No, oh, okay. Forget- Everyone knows that we record this in advance, so I'm not still tipsy from St. Patrick's Day. I'm still tipsy from uh, preparation for the Patrick's of the days. Well, I cracked open a beer because I feel that it's topical. <laughs> and yes, to, to link the two things together, it was £9.50 on average per pint, and their pints are smaller than ours here in the UK. For, for, the, for our li- listeners in America, they're Slightly smaller than your pints over there, which in dollars is about fifteen dollars for a something pint. They varied a lot in size. Yeah. When What's that we, about? When we were in the airport coming back, one of our colleagues said, "I'll have a beer," and they said, "What size?" And he said, "The biggest one you do," and it was like seven hundred milliliters. And then I asked for a cider in the same size, and they went, no, just small for you. And it was 300 millilitres, and it cost exactly one pound less. They saw you coming. Oh, yeah, apparently cider's not a big thing. So, but anyway, this is Wood St. Patrick Rather, our St. Patrick's Day special, where unfortunately we did ask, but it turns out he's dead, so St. Patrick won't be asking the questions. So John's going to channel... Irish. Yeah. <clears throat> to be sure, that's going to be incredibly racist right now. I won't do that. Uh, <laughs> instead, we're just going to dive right in. I'm going to go with um, Would you rather have the luck of the Irish or would you rather have that awesome, friendly accent of the Irish? I'm going to go with the accent because historically the Irish haven't been very lucky. <laughs> <laughs> so, says who? Says history. We're talking about the Irish, not the Jews. Yeah, no, I know we're talking about the Irish people, but all I remember, all all I know about Irish history is it's one country that they split into two, which we discussed previously, and I still don't really understand. And they had some sort of potato famine, and they got infested by snakes, and St. Patrick tried to get rid of them all. And then there was like that whole terrorist thing, which was caused by religion. So historically, it doesn't sound like they've had that much luck. Mostly because of the snakes. So I'm going to go with the accent. John, help us out. Um, I I think that maybe the luck of the Irish is a bit like the luck of dwarves. And dwarves have lots of gold. That's a, that's a thing. So I reckon the Irish also have lots of gold. You're um, thinking of leprechauns? No. That would be... That would be too topical. That would be far too stereotypical and prejudiced. So you're saying instead you're just going to compare all Irish people to dwarves? Yeah. Fair enough. 
Um, I think. I think. Um, I think you two don't like this question because you're not very forthcoming with Arn. I don't know much about the Irish. All I know they is they're, they're the most like patriot. I've I've lived with some, and they're like the most patriotic <laughs> people I've ever met. There was a girl I lived with, and you'd say like normal conversations you'd have. What's your favorite band? And it would just be a band based on their music. Or who's your favorite comedian? Who's your favorite film? And it was like having a conversation with her. What's your favorite band? And it would be an Irish band. Okay, fine. What's your favorite film? It'd be a film about being in Ireland. Okay, what's your favorite food? It would be an Irish food. Like everything was Irish, 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 which I struggled to get on board with. Because as being inherently English, I'd, we're not proud to be English. We're not allowed I mean, we're to be like, proud to be English. Yeah, well, you are allowed to be proud to be English, but I don't just like... You're not allowed to tell anyone about it. We, we whinge about our country. We, are, we do like our country, but we whinge about it all the time. And probably my favourite film is Made in America. And my favourite band are probably from a different country. And I don't base it on where I'm from. So with, where are... From a different country. What 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 music do they play? Um, wait, but who are we? Uh, what? The band from a different country. What music do they play? They play, actually, ironically enough, it's Flogging Molly, and they play Irish music. Um, <laughs> it's not. They're not my favourite band. They are a very good I'd, band. I'd have given you like massive bonus points for Dropkick Murphys. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's very similar in Liverpool where I live. Like they're very, and there's nothing wrong with it. They're just very patriotic of where they're from. And I think I just struggle to connect with that because... Are you not proud of Huntington? Not at all. <laughs> it is the arsehole of the planet. It's worse than Florida. <laughs> Whoa. That is how bad I think Huntington is. It is worse than Florida. I don't think I've ever been to a country... With somewhere worse than Huntington. <laughs> no, that doesn't have an Irish pub. And I think... That might be something to do with the luck of the Irish. Haven't quite figured out the connection yet, but I remember going. I've been to some really bizarre places. Well, bizarre places where I found a Irish pub, you know, at the top of a random mountain. Maybe you have the luck of the Irish. Peru or Nepal. Yeah, I think it might be connected to the luck. I have got an Irish surname. Uh, my grandfather was Scottish. But I reckon he probably had ancestors that fled from Ireland. And uh, I feel lucky to be descended from a Scottish person who might have been Irish at one point. <laughs> that's, that's definitely a stretch. But, 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 uh... <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I think... So maybe I do have the luck of the Irish, and I always manage to find a... Uh, an Irish pub where I can celebrate my roots that I'm not fully certain on. But but, but with the Irish accent, it doesn't matter because every pub I go to will become an Irish pub. Because <laughs> imagine if you, you the, the Irish pubs are generally very friendly, but if you are Irish, everyone tends to be very friendly to you. It's a very charismatic and friendly accent that people just happen to be drawn to, men and women. So... I would every pub I would go into, I would have that that feeling of being at home because, well, because I'm Irish and I'm in a pub, so <laughs> it's like home from home. Yeah, exactly. And I quite like pubs as I am anyway. That I feel very at home in a pub, so it would just be even more at home. 
So home from home. Yeah. And it would probably be more interesting for our listeners as well if I had an Irish accent, which I'm not going to attempt to butcher. <laughs> no, no I, I avoided that very early on. Not a good idea. But yeah, uh, there might be some voice work in it for me as well. I could be the new <clears throat> voice of Lucky Charms. Okay, now I'm just actually being racist. Um, you could you could be Dara Brian's slightly voice double. Well, stunt yeah. double. <laughs> It's voice double. Ah. He couldn't be a stunt double because you don't really look anything like him. But you've got as much hair as Diary Brian. <laughs> you, you could you could talk when his voice has gone hoarse. I definitely could. But yeah, I think you make your own luck. So I don't think Irish people are lucky. Whereas accents definitely do exist. Are you sure? I don't believe it. Okay. Where do we go from here? <coughs> We're, we are now at an impasse. That's I want that. John to prove. I want John to prove there are no such thing as accents, or come up with a really good what you'd do if you had the luck of the Irish. If I had the luck of the Irish, I would become a trade negotiator. Yeah, I think you need a bit of luck to uh, complete a trade deal. So you'd, if you had the luck of the Irish, would you be like a member of the, what is it, the DUP? Uh, no, 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 no. Not no, them. No, well, no, but, no, no, no. But, no, no. <laughs> but all Irish people are really good at negotiating. Are they? That's a very sweeping well, statement, and I've never heard that uh, <laughs> stereotype before. Well, they're, they're hardliners when it comes to negotiating. I think it's not from the skill in negotiating, but I think that that skill comes from their accent. I don't think that's any, got anything to do with luck. I think it's got a lot to do with inflection. I think John is thinking too much of the lady from Father Ted who offers people tea and then stands there going, go on, go on, go on, go on, until go on, they go on. Give, in, give in and you're like, right, I'll have a tea. They're persistent. They're tenacious. They don't give up. They're very, very... Hard-working people, the Irish. Yeah, they don't give up, and that is why they. And that's will got be nothing successful. to do. That's got nothing to do with luck. Then that's got to do with hard work. No, it's all to do with the luck of the Irish. I think you're pulling at hairs here, John. Pulling he's at splitting hairs. Well, he's doing something. He's, but... he's doing something with something long and very thin and inappropriate. Yeah, stop doing that while we're recording, John. Yeah, John. Matt wins. Yeah. We don't stand for smut on this podcast. If you'd prefer more smut on our podcast, then please leave us an iTunes review because that will help us get more people to listen and we can get people writing in and we can talk about even more smut. And we can focus our efforts on which genre of smut you want. Exactly. We can really hone in on that smut. For example... John exclusively in Norway only took pictures of the other John urinating. And I'm not going to tell you which one. It was him. <laughs> it was it was fucking harassment. <laughs> <laughs> you were urinating onto a waterfall. And I took a picture from behind and it was amazing. A urinal that happened to look like a waterfall. That's not so, the angle that I took. If you'd like to get in touch with John, registers for less. If you'd like to get in touch with John with an H, please take a photo of him urinating and send it <laughs> in to us 
on uh, at Would J Rather. Oh, right, okay. If you want to get in contact with me, it's John Would Rather, no H's, because I need all the H's I can get for hygiene reasons. <laughs> that was a stretch. I don't want to know what hygiene issues you're facing. Getting his phone out in men's lavatories. Men's la- uh, lavatories? I thought you said laboratories. Ugh. We did have a really good... We found this cool little bar called the Bastard Bar in Norway that had the most amazing wallpaper. And it was lots of... They looked like comic books covers, but they were like smart, smarty book covers. Fictional. In like, yeah, like B-movie, 80s, Return of the Blob or Attack of the Killer Tomato style, including My First Penis and uh, The Big Book of Lesbian Horse Stories was my personal favourite. I have a picture of that one. Yeah, you sent it to me. <laughs> I was going to be, and you were taking a picture of it as somebody else who spoke no English walked into the bathroom. And just you told me to take a picture of it. I know. I didn't. I, I swear I did more than take pictures in bathrooms in Norway. I did, I did way more than that. He didn't. He didn't. Next question. Um, <clears throat> right. Okay. Um, would you rather your name was the same as a murderer's or was unpronounceable? Same as a murderer's. Um, and there's no option of going to Depot and getting it changed. This is the name you're stuck with forever. Same as a murderer's. Okay, Fred West, why? Because <laughs> there's plenty of people that have... There's only so many names, and it would just make things easier. People would all... Everyone would know how to spell it. Everyone, you could, I'm sure there's jokes you could make out of it, but at least everyone would know you're not. As discussed in a previous podcast, we've got, we've got a, I've got a friend who listens. Uh, I don't know if he still listens called Chris Martin, but he's not the Chris Martin. Also, Chris Martin is not a murderer. No, he's not not, not as cool. So, so Jeffrey trying... Dahmer, can you let John explain why he'd like to have an unpronounceable name? Yes. <laughs> I'd like to have an unpronounceable name because I think it'd be a conversation starter. Uh, somebody would struggle to say your name and you'd make a joke about it, about no one, it's okay. Nobody gets it right. Just call me. <laughs> it's okay. Nobody's good their first time. <laughs> Just call me Raj. That's easier to pronounce. Don't worry about I thought, it. I 100% thought you were going to go with Frank because that is your go-to. <laughs> well, I like to keep things multicultural. Yeah. Uh, Raj is a nice name. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I think. You'd probably meet other people who had unpronounceable names and set up a club. You would, the club would have quizzes and uh, visits to unpronounceable cities, unpronounceable palaces, and would relish the fact that nobody could say our name. Well, I'd start a club with all other people who have names of murderers, and we'd start a club and we'd go to places and not kill people. And for the exact same reasons as you, like it would be a conversation piece at the beginning of the... Yeah, I'm... I'm I try, I'm struggling to think of a famous murderer. I don't really know many murderers. Not personally. Harold uh, Chipman. Harold Chipman. Hi, I'm Harold Chipman. Not the Harold Chipman, obviously. Also, can I just uh, circle back to... Were you inferring that uh, Raj, uh, a.k.a. John, would go to places that were really difficult to pronounce and murder people? Because... 
Yeah, it's but... a perfect cover. Can't can't arrest someone if you don't know the name. <laughs> We've got a search warrant for Abgirnel. Never mind. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> Let him go. It's more painful to pronounce his name than it is to just let him carry on killing. No, I'm not implying that he'd go around killing people, but I also am not going around killing people. That's, that's very good of you. The only, the only difference, you. The only think, difference between the two of us is people can pronounce my name. I think there would be a difference, because I think if you had the name of a murderer who hadn't yet been caught, then when you tried to use airports and that sort of thing, I reckon there'd be a flag. <laughs> and you, I think it would cause intolerable inconveniences when you're asked yeah to yeah because def- there's definitely no sort of flag that they have in airports when you have an unpronounceable name that's not the sort of racism that exists these days definitely not well i mean racism is one thing but you know a computer database that says no that's something to contend with something else there was a picture shared on twitter of this dude who took a selfie with another dude i think well, I think they were possibly both in turbans. I'm not quite sure, but they were they were both uh, uh, Asian, and it was just said the quote was like, "Look who got randomly selected to be searched." Like it's definitely something that exists. So any sort of unpronounceable name, unfortunately, in the world we live in, causes just as many red flags. Murderers don't go out murdering on planes. That's the worst place to murder, especially if you want to be a serial killer. You'd only get away with killing a couple of people on a plane, then that's it. You'd definitely be caught. Not many escape routes from a plane. Sounds like I've thought about this a lot for someone who's uh, said n- numerous times they wouldn't be murdering people. I've just sat <laughs> on a plane with you guys twice. Right, and did you want to murder me by the end of it? Yes. Is that because I told you loads of fun facts about the aircraft that we're flying on? That's my only one relatable sort of <laughs> bit to my industry that I can... I can convey to you. No, because you didn't tell me on the way out, and I didn't sit with you on the way back. But I did. I did hear about your uh, <coughs> guided tour of the plane. Oh, what well, it, I like. I like Mikey no end. For what it's worth, I really enjoyed the facts about the plane. John wins. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was. I was just thinking. Um, yes, they're, they're both conversation starters, and I am. Um, I was reminded of a story that this guy once actually said. He said he's uh, from an African descent and he's got a very traditional African name. I'm not going to attempt to butcher his name on the internet. But he said uh, he knew where he was in the register and supply teachers would come in or first day of term, teachers would come in, they'd get down the register and they'd sort of go, oh, oh, Oz. And they'd just say whatever his name was. It was something crazy. They'd be like, yeah, it's me. And all the kids would laugh. And within... A year, he just got used to it. That was just how it was going to be. And he owned it. And he tried to put the teachers at ease. And he just went with it. He was he was a very relaxed kind of guy. Obviously, his his traditional name made sense from where his, uh, his ancestry was from, but not here. And he never let it sort of set him back. Whereas I really think I'd struggle to be, uh, to be named like Ian Huntley. I guess for me, because of my surname, it's not a hard name, but people just assume it's not what it is because of the content so they will deliberately spell it in a safe way because of the of the of the swear words that's at the end of it 
and it just gets, gets irritating to the point that I spell my name, and when I finish spelling it, I follow it up with, yes, it's as bad as it sounds, because otherwise people just spell it with a whole manner of different ways, and it's just like, oh, just spell my name correctly. It's not difficult. Same as Matthew. It's two T's. All Matthews have two T's. Matthews with one T, you're spelling it wrong. I that's not, that's not, well, because then you're not Matthew, you're just Matthew. Matthew. Matthew, like, yeah. Like, like a good sneeze. Yeah, exactly. But, no, fine. That's 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 fair. Okay, with everything to play for, I've got a choice of three. No, choice of four. Well, one is one is uh, sort of Irish topically related, but I think it could be uh, a little bit too in your face and a little bit uh, risque. And then the other three are just unrelated, and I think they're pretty good. So I'll, I'll let you pick. I'm just going to number them down. Right, I've numbered them down on the paper. One of you pick a number between one and four. John, ladies first. <laughs> Two. Oh. <laughs> oh, you had to do. You had a one in four chance. Okay. <laughs> do you want to be a potato farmer or would you rather be a Catholic priest? I'd rather Pota- be potato potato farmer. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, potato farmer because the way the world's going there's more and more vegetarians and vegans every day potato is definitely North Europe's probably one of most eaten foods potato um, is chicken of the ground yeah exactly it is chicken of the ground It's there's so many different ways you can enjoy potato um, it's always going to have a job um, working with the earth you could probably apply your skills to many other different types of farming, not just potatoes. I mean, you could also grow sweet potatoes. There's one. Um... <laughs> <laughs> wow. Diversity in its finest. And I just, it's a much more practical thing than religion. Organized religion is there. It's basically counseling, really, isn't it? It's there to provide answers for people who have got questions. And that's what organised religion is. But it's very vague, so it's not honed in. Everyone's an individual, and it's like star signs. It's just, yeah, you fit into this category, and this is how yeah, everyone everyone's different. Whereas potatoes are versatile, and everybody likes a different type of potato, whereas not everybody likes Catholics. Right, John. John, please, please wade in on this. Can you, can you stop the ranting? Um, Add so, another thing about potatoes. Uh, I've got three main points that I want to make. No, make it four. Number one. Number one. <laughs> holy wine. Number two. Shut, shut up. up. <laughs> <laughs> Number three. Helping people. And number four. Uh, Father Ted. Number five, Vicar of Dibley? No. Was she not Catholic? I don't think so. No, because I don't think Catholics let women be ministers. Ministers? <laughs> pretty, pretty, sure, pretty sure she was Church of England. See, this would be very different if it wasn't Catholic priests and it was just priests, because it could have gone really nerdy and started talking about World of Warcraft and Dungeons and Dragons, but you left it as Catholic priest, and I don't think that's one of the religions in all the nerd places. 
<laughs> the nerd places. You you wait till I'm in your party and I'm nerding it up as a dragon person who believes that masturbation's a sin. It is a sin. What, like one of your one points without on Weight Watchers? Yeah. You can Do masturbate you know what... one, once and that's... Uh, I tell, I tell, a, I tell you something. Potatoes have never caused any sort of war. They've been part of a famine. So that's not part of a war. People and, that, and it was also no, I, a, no, no, definitely wrong. People have definitely fought wars over resources and land, and resources are potatoes, and land grows potatoes. So. I'm almost 100% certain that wars have been fought over potatoes. Yeah, okay, but definitely not as many as religion. Probably more. Probably more. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm glad, I'm glad I'm, you brought that up, John. I, I feel more enlightened knowing that, uh, that people have stabbed other people over, the, over a scrap of land to grow potatoes on. Yeah, I bet they have. I don't, I don't um, as, really um, want to bring it up, but... Potato farmers have never been accused of any indiscretions they may have had regarding young people. That's definitely not something that potato farmers have had happen about them. It's something pop stars have been accused of recently. Yeah, but there's not been an, a, a, an inquest into McCain. Not McCain, who does the chips anyway. Well, perhaps they should, because potato farms, part of the, part of the pro, what caused... What caused the potato famine was that traditionally a father would leave his land to his sons and it would be divided up equally between them. And over the generations, the land that was divided up got smaller and smaller until the only thing that could be grown was potatoes. So as a potato farmer, you have... A really, really, really small farm because it's been divided up thousands of times. Uh, whereas as a Catholic priest, uh, you have cathedrals and lots of land because over the generations, the church has accumulated power and status by taxation and other means. So I'm really powerful with lots of land and cathedrals and you've got a really small farm. OK, John, I'll make this very easy for you. Do you remember the old advert? What would you rather do, pray or eat a bowl of chips? No, I believe the question was daddy or chips. Exactly. And I'm adapting it because I don't really want to call a priest daddy. <laughs> you can call me daddy, I'd lay you. Daddy? What would you rather have, Sunday Mass or Hash Browns? There is a very good chance if you... Well, ah, oh no, I'm torn now. We've got wine! Because <clears throat> the church I used to go to, there was a very good chance we were going to get invited back to someone's house for Sunday lunch. Which but roast, pota chips, but roast, potatoes. roast potatoes? Yeah, but that's just roast potatoes. That is, and that's also going to my old church, which is a shout out to the Bridge in St. Ives. Still going strong. Moved to new premises a little while ago. Doing very well for themselves. Um, yeah, but they're sort of a disorganised religion. They're awesome. They, they don't do anything like Catholicism. And also, here's another thing. If, assuming, like, the question oh. is, would I rather be one or the other? But do you think there would be more rioting 
if we abolished the Catholic Church or we abolished potatoes? I think there's a lot more hard work going into growing potatoes than there is back breaking labour. Back breaking labour. We discussed back breaking labour wasn't good for the human body. Yeah, the bloody agriculture. I'm just saying, I think we would have more of a mass riot on our hands if we got rid of chips than if we got rid of one of the many religions. If it wasn't for mass religion, I don't think we would have ever organised into the advanced civilization that we are today. Unless, before there was nothing that united large groups of people, there were no countries. It just wasn't possible. You couldn't persuade that many people to cooperate. John, are you saying that uh, we progressed as a society because we're all singing off the same hymn sheet? Yeah. Very nice. Very nice. But now we do have lots of things in common. <laughs> yeah. And I'm, I'm not denying was... that religion was a necessity for us to evolve as a civilization. I just think organized religion is a very outdated concept. We have laws. We have government. We have rules and regulations we need to follow, which we have put in place based upon out of date scripture. You could sum up okay. all of the scriptures in basically a couple of sentences, which is be good. Be good, be good, or I'll tell your mum. No, it's, there's a lot, of, a lot of how to be good, and if you're struggling to be good, how to deal with it. Um, but, okay, Mr. Mr. Potato Farmer, one last question for you before I ask my uh, my, my cloth brethren, brethren of the cloth. Um, if we all know that curly fries are the most superior type of chip... As long as they're cooked correctly, yes. Then why aren't curly fries served everywhere? as a replacement of the staple chunky chip or the the french fry because french. they're more expensive and more difficult to cook correctly okay that's all if you think how much waste you probably get from a potato mm -hmm. which i'm sure is used for other things but how much waste you get from creating a curly fry well and you, you create almost no waste from a standard chip no so you pretty much use the whole potato Okay, um, Brother John. Yes. What would the first thing you do in your in your day of being a Catholic priest? What would what would the first thing you do be? I think I would find lots of ways to hook, like hook a Father Ted quotes into my sermons, so that I could be the most popular father in town. So you plagiarise? Yeah. Ah, okay. Uh, that is that is very up your street. Um, so I think I have to go with the originality and the humble, hard-working Matthew on this one. Yay! Potatoes are better than religion. John said so. You heard it here first. Um, what, a, what, a, what a surprise! <laughs> <laughs> Who knew? Being humble, being humble is in the Bible, Matt. Just just to let you know. Oh wait, no, you don't care. Yeah, no, you know what isn't in the Bible? Potato croquettes. <laughs> that's, a, that's a very specific thing. <laughs> I'm sure someone's going to write into the comment section. Oh, well, I think I, if... I think if I in Corinthians 15, verse 2, <laughs> this, uh, this actually translates to a modern-day croquettes. If the Last Supper had mash and gravy then I think things would have gone a little differently. Well, Judas wouldn't have grasped them because he was like, damn, that's some good mac and that cheese. That's some, that's some 
good mash. With a side of mash. Yeah, exactly. I wasn't pissed on all the wine. Yeah. And that's another thing. Have you seen the picture of, like, Europe's basically divided down the middle. The north is potato Europe, and the south is tomato Europe, because they're, like, the main staple you use in the diet. And if we didn't have the potatoes, then we'd have to be tomato Europe. So where's the weird cross-section in the middle that make vodka out of potatoes, but then put it in Bloody Marys? Where's that's, that? That's literally North Italy. Uh, North Italy is the equator line of... I don't know, is, a bloody, is Bloody Mary an Italian thing? No, probably not. I don't know where the Bloody Mary originated. Probably... <laughs> you know what like it would be it was if the it Catholic was Church, yeah. No, you know what it would be if it was an Italian? The well, Bloody Maria. Oh, yeah, it would. Bloody Maria. With their... But that uh... sounds like you're annoyed with the receptionist. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well... We haven't had many fans write in before, but now that we've denounced all religion in favour of chips, we might... Uh, <laughs> I'm a bit worried we're going to lose the rest of our fan base. We're going to get a new sponsor in the form of Sarsons, the vinegar manufacturer. You've not even mentioned crisps or for our American friends, chips. Like... No, I didn't I didn't even need to, did I? No. Didn't need to. That, that'll be the next... Uh, the next Gary Lineker Walker's advert is like, you, are you just sick of religion? Why not denounce it? And then we'll start like building false idols to Gary Lineker. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, I, I think before we commit any more heresy, I'm going to sign off. So I've been John and I really hope I've not started some sort of potato cult. And I've been John and I'm going to go away and try and think of some puns about potatoes so I can make you sputter with laughter next week. And my brain went completely blank about what to say after. I don't even know what that pun was supposed to be. Spuds. Sputter. Splutter? Yes. What? Splutter, splutter with laughter. Sputter with laughter. You would never say the phrase splutter with laughter. That's not a thing. Yes, it is. No. You can titter. You can explode. Nobody sputters with laughter. No, no. Matt. Calm, calm down, Matt. You know what the Bible no. says. He's Matt. insulting my potato heritage. Calm down. Remember what it says in the Bible. Turn it for the other cheek. Oh, dear. Hey. And I've been not John, and I didn't even need to bring Mr. Potato Head from Toy Story into this argument. This has been with John Rather, where we've mostly spoke about potatoes in Norway. So... Another really uh, interesting episode for you folks. We're, we're closely coming up on a year that we've been doing this. And as you can see, the quality just keeps on getting worse and worse. Full of <laughs> educational material we are. <laughs> full, full of completely well-researched material. And and, and the, the, the sponsored word this week is splutter. I think it's splutter. 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 Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well... Nothing eats up with